And we're back for another episode of Hard Not Life, the podcast that is dedicated to the new core of hip hop, the business, the brand, and the balance between authenticity and entertainment. And we are powered by one of the most authentic clothing lines in the world. Authentic. Do that again. (laughs) (laughs) It's authentic. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Class Material NY and the big homie Carlos. Shout out to Booker Rhymes that are interviewing some of the most prolific rappers out of the hood. (laughs) Period. And also um, executive produced by Mika, a.k.a. Mika the Fatabella. Fatabella? Yes. The miniature horse. Sorry, I mean, Falabella. Fal- Mika the Falabella. The mini horse. The, the mini horse. Shout out to Megan the Stallion. <laughs> is it's it is it weird that like I can't get into Megan the Stallion just because of how she looks? Yeah, you're sexist. Because she's too like like she's too attractive. Yep. You sound that like an incel. Sense? That oh, God. that that's sexism at work. You sound like an incel. Wait, if so, is that is that like the cats that are like celibate because they can't get with a woman? Yeah, uh, I'm not saying you are, but you certainly sound like we're no, right now with that. It's just weird though, because it's just like in my head, I'm just like, we have Nicki Minaj. Do we need Megan too? But no, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If does Megan does Megan uh have her own two legs to stand on? Like, does she sound different from other people? Everybody's just talking about either she's hot or, you know, she's got bars or she's into manga and anime. Oh, wait. She's smart. Do, wait, does she have bars and is she into manga and anime? Okay, uh, I'm back. you got thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me. This reminds me. <laughs> Yo. Right here live Man. on the Hard Knock Live podcast. That's all. See, this he is just bad. got into the desert <laughs> yo, yo. with mar- manga shaped mirages. Are we, are we still doing intros? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But real yes. quick, it's yeah. like what happened with me when Big Crit, yo. I saw Big Crit on MTV U back in the day when that was a thing, and that's he was doing the Adele song. So I was like, oh, look at this backpack rapper from Memphis. Then I listened to uh, his first mixtape, and it was all pimp shit in that one song. And I was like, you got me. But I'm fucking with you Isn't now. Isn't that what so Adele is all about, though? Pimp shit. Pimp yeah. shit. <laughs> I bet you Adele has an R&B album done, and she wants to put it out so badly, but she's like, if I do this, I'll be culturally appropriating, so I can't. Also, I Beyonce also was like, nah, fam. It's also, possi- <laughs> it's also possible that her divorce has to go through. Wait, what? Adele? Se- her and her husband, her yeah, and her she, husband yeah. are separated. What? Yeah. Uh, she's on my free pass list, so. <laughs> there you go. Hold on, hold on. So, um, conversations about married people—that's relevant. But let's get through these introductions. Mm-hmm. I am your host and moderator. Probably a very big emphasis on moderator. These uh, following episodes: Lion Goodman, the Lion of Bedstuy, with my co-hosts, the um, possible incel. Like to introduce himself. Hey, what's up? I'm ZK Marco, aka New Jersey's Juggernaut. And I'm so happy to be here today. And New York traffic did not want me to be here. New York traffic didn't want you to be great? Not at all. Usually it's the MTA or the PATH system, but today was the MTA. I mean, today was New York City traffic. It's always the MTA. It's always the MTA. 
Like, you know the best feeling in the world is when you're on an uptown, you're waiting for the uptown train. They're like, oh, guess what? We said nah, so you got to take the downtown train. So you go over <laughs> and wait and for eight, 10 more minutes for the downtown train for another five minutes and then wait another 15 minutes for the uptown train to come. And then you stop at the fucking stop. You were already there because they were like, nah, it's not working. <laughs> The Blasio for president, guys. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> at least Cory Booker had. At least Cory Booker left, went to the Senate, and then ran for president. Like the Blasio was like, "We out here." It's like, "Yo, your black family ain't gonna take you this far." Fam. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I can deal with. I can do, deal with Cory Booker throwing his blackness around way more than De Blasio throwing his children's blackness around. Yo, got that. You got to delegate Cor- the melanin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our affiliate is back. How you doing, Melton? Good. I had a had a vacation. Great, great. And now it's over. And you're back. I am. It's good to be here. How are you? I'm great. Did you have breakfast? I did. And cool. it ran right through me. Dope. Select screen out now on all digital streaming platforms. <laughs> that that is not the ad I want to have, sir. Wait a minute. Executive produced by me. Is that what it are you, are you Wait, his, his breakfast that ran through him was yeah. executive produced Man. by you? Uh, I didn't know we were talking about the album or your shit. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if that was the promo you, you wanted, nah. but it's the promo you're getting. Yeah. When you're stuck on a toilet, press play on select screen. Yeah. Hashtag it'll cancel get, It'll get you through the movement. It'll it's literally a movement. It is a movement. Hey. The movement's moving. Okay, we had to bring this gentleman back. Hopefully, I'm not using gentleman too loosely. Probably are, but whatever. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be back uh, some more. We'll see. But would he like to introduce himself? Hi, guys. I am DJ Rob Champion. Uh, I am the host of the Cooler Than Ecto podcast. This is Dope Nostalgia podcast for undope times. times. Yes, these are very undope times, my friend. So. Uh, listen to the, keep listening to this great podcast. And if you want more of me, I don't know why you wouldn't click over and subscribe to that podcast. We're on all the streaming platforms. So I, I want to first, um, admit to my own bias. Uh, I created Hard Night Life out of inspiration from the song by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of his. He is from my neighborhood. He's one of the inspirations for a lot of the hip hop based Things that I want to do. So, I'm definitely going to be in a moderator role. Mm -hmm. Sometimes trolling. We'll see. But there is a... (laughs) But there's a valid um, conversation, a valid topic, a valid question here that I don't know if people like to discuss. Uh, It's something that one set of fans has absolutely no problem with proclaiming. And... Uh, another group of fans doesn't want to discuss. Mm-hmm. But let's throw it out there. Did Beyonce make Jay-Z? <laughs> that was a hell of a build-up. <laughs> yeah. That was a hell of a build-up. <laughs> the Beehive will probably proclaim that uh, Jay-Z, they would have cared less about Jay-Z if not for his marriage to Beyonce. They have a very rough time 
forgiving him for his infidelities, even after Beyonce has already. But they, um, for lack of a better term, tolerate him mm. as a woman does their friends and shit husband. Mm. While, mm. on the other hand, you'll have Jay-Z fans, Jay-Z stands, Jay-Z disciples, who, well, Hove disciples, who believe that there was a bit of a mutual relationship between the two that Beyonce learned as much business acumen as Jay-Z had access to a global market. Mm-hmm. Do you include yourself as one of uh, Hova's witnesses? <laughs> Damn it, I wish I had thought of that. I want to. I want to say that I am, but I can't help but look at anything um, with... Bias in your heart? A little bit of disdain. Okay. You grew up in a time of the 90s where you're in the golden age of hip-hop but everybody's wearing metallic jeans and you get a little bit of a skewed look on life mm. nobody should come of age in that time but i uh throw the question to my gang and my guest a couple things are true and false in that statement i think jay's one saying that beyonce made jay-z takes away the fact that jay-z had a booming and thriving career not just in music, but also in clothing and yeah, in clothing and in movie making too. I guess uh, before Beyonce was a thing, so you got to give Jay all that and all the success with Rockefeller and creating the careers of other people's like Just Blaze, Memph Bleak, uh, Beanie Siegel, um, Kanye West, and if you look at Kanye, Beanie, and Memph, they all had gold albums before. That was even a thing. Beyonce, as far as creating other artists, hasn't really done that. Like Solange has done everything on her own. The two twins, Chloe and Haley, are, are kind of bubbling right now. They're doing festival games, but they're not like household names the way those other people are. Um, yes, it was a different time. So one, got to give Jay his agency in this situation. Uh, Beyonce was out, is without a doubt the more viable, just pure artist and the more famous artist. And that's cool, but Jay-Z's the one that uh, it seems as though has more of a business acumen and might have taught her more about business because he kind of was her college, so he probably taught her a lot of a lot of things alongside her mother and father about the business. So I think it's an equal partnership. Uh, I'll go in terms of disrespect. In terms of the brand of Jay-Z, she did. She most definitely did. I mean... We knew him as hip-hop heads. We obviously knew who Jay-Z was. I mean, we knew before he was plat- selling platinum. We all kind of, I think everybody in his room, like, fucked with Reasonable Doubt and um, In My Lifetime, Volume 1, before they, they're, like, the whole, before even Beyonce came out uh, with the first Destiny Child album. But in terms of, like, moms in the suburbs knowing who Jay-Z is, yeah, she did. I don't think he would be... Barack, Barack Obama's friend if it was for Beyonce so in terms of the image and the slow down and stuff like that yeah I believe so in terms of his artistry no because I know when did they start dating 2001 I don't know when that's they when started they came. That, that's when we knew they were dating that's when we knew we were dating like once they start getting when did they get married 2000 
2008. All right. When they were like looking at something. When they were like the serious, serious couple. When you knew it was for real, this wasn't a fluke. I feel like his artistry has dipped a bit. I don't know if you want to blame that on her or not, but in terms of the marketing branding of Jay-Z, the entity that he is, I will say it would be kind of naive to say Beyonce did not have a handle on it. Um, in terms of her, if you want to talk about her stuff, I think he definitely influenced her style musically in terms of like branching Inspiration. Out. Yeah, yeah, just oh yeah, because you know if she wasn't fucking if she if he wasn't fucking with her feelings, we wouldn't have lemonade, which we have now. So yeah, I do think so there is. Beyonce, a, it, Beyonce and lemonade are direct the, uh, retorts to Jay Z's uh, philandering. The the first the first angry record that was like oh wait this is they're not as happy as I thought it they were uh, was 2006's Ring the Alarm, and I heard that and was like. Oh shit, she done. She mad. Yeah, then She's after, yeah. Pissed that woman off. Yeah. Yeah, then after that, like, I felt like there was like a cultural drag. I felt like, in terms of the mainstream, like, perception of Jay Z, she influenced him. In terms of, like, the hood, like, I don't even say the hood, because the hood was, like, always kind of off and on with Beyonce, if you remember. Like, she got booed at Summer Jam. Uh, like, they got booed at the All Star game. Yeah, they got booted at the All Star game. There was definitely a backlash against Destiny's Child until like or until around they started dating. I remember seeing Dream Girls in a the theater with like nothing but black people, and then like when Beyonce did listen, everybody just started sucking their teeth. So there was like a backlash going on with Beyonce. It was like too much. Like let us miss you. So I think he helped her put a handle on that. So, so I I well, I understand the point that you're making, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but to uh, take that point and to respond as well to Kane, um, we kind of had a conversation about Dame Dash, and we had to concede that a lot of the brains behind Rockefeller's early successes because of Dame Dash. Granted, it was on the back of Jay Z's music, but when you're bringing up his success in the film industry, and we're talking about uh, the artists that came out of Rockefeller. A lot of that is going to be attributed to Dame Dash, especially the development of artists. When you look at the work that he's been doing as president of Def Jam, his work with Rock Nation, um, there are those hits and misses there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of wonder if up until a point was Hove more of a export than an actual businessman. Hmm. And so when I look at how he has had to take ownership of his of his business and his brand, I see that that's almost directly tied to the fact that he was related to Beyonce. In response to you, Rob, when you're bringing up Beyonce, I see that, yeah, there was a backlash, but you're hmm. talking about her relationship with kind of more maybe the more male dominated aspects of of the culture mm. summer jam all-star gang mm. and that time beyonce was still the black woman's darling mm. sure. you know you might have heard that latoya might have been popular beyonce didn't become beyonce until like b-day yeah like beyonce wasn't was the- that the first solo 
That was the second song. No, second. I would say, and this is because I was a Latoya fan. And <laughs> you had Latoya was, Lucky stuff. I you? love Latoya Lucky. When yeah. she had the This makes perfect sense with your <laughs> Mims comment. <laughs> with you know, with I can, I can almost remember like my my my, my homegirls, the, the women I grew up with, were overwhelmingly fans of Beyonce. That's nineteen ninety-nine. Wait, wait, wait. I I contend that in 1999, you were like, I'm into Destiny's Child, and then you realize that Beyonce is the one running the group because everybody switches around her except for her and her cousin. Yeah, I think that's and another reason for the her dad is managing backlash. the group. Yeah. So but, that's part of the backlash that Beyonce has to deal with. Um, but did... Well, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I just wondered, did the fans care? I think, I think the fans really cared. Because at the time, when you're looking at a group and you're like, all right, so you pick you pick sides. So when the first two dropped off and then they got two more people and then somebody else dropped off, Michelle's just there. Michelle's falling all over the place and being like the butt of every joke. Like, you kind of feel like, all right. To this day. That was like after 99, though. <laughs> to this day. That was like in, that was like 03, 04. Okay. I'm just like saying, no, if 99 was when like Bugaboo was. Yeah, thing. she she's was. Popular. Yeah, she was fresh, and no one had any. Yeah, like that was before. Like okay. if you were, like, between like 10 and 13, I don't think you're checking for like the members like that, unless if if you're a casual listener versus but like. If you're if you're 10 and 13, if you're 10, I'm gonna say if you're 10 to 16 from around 1999 yeah. to 2001, you might still be. You, if you're a girl, you might still be getting um, Teen Magazine. Uh, you might be getting fucking uh, Black Hair and seeing her on the cover of that every three months. There was a magazine and, called Black Hair? Yes. Whoa, okay. whoa, Erica whoa. was on the cover a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> don't um, I'm with you, Melton. Have no idea what the fuck y'all talking about. You don't know what Black Hair is? You don't know about Black Hair Magazine? That kind of kept uh. Erica Badu's career afloat she'd be on that thing like every six months Questlove makes a joke about it in um in uh Dave Chappelle block party because yeah, yeah. she's always on that the Beyonce that we know as Beyonce becoming like Beyonce happens around B-Day Jay-Z however is firmly in his career and has a popping career up until they're reported as a couple right mm -hmm. so if we're gonna use the 2001 year so Jay-Z has Reasonable Doubt, In My Lifetime 1, Hard Knock Life, Life of Times of S. Doc Carter, Volume 3. He had, they have that Dynasty album, and then Blueprint comes out in Blue, 2001. Blueprint, so, Blueprint, comes, Blueprint out, one comes out. Blueprint comes out after they declare their relationship public. Okay. So that's to, uh, to your point, uh, at the macro level, I think people weren't really checking for Jay until Blueprint at the mainstream level. And uh, I mean... Pure I, coincidence, but that again, Jay Z and Beyonce come out that summer, two thousand and two thousand one. I would contend mm -hmm. that um, Hard Knock Life is the album that put him on a much broader screen because oh, wait, that's that had, the one that has the Annie song. Right. The Annie song got play everywhere. You mean think, Hard Knock? I've Life? never heard it. I I'm the gonna, name of this I will say that I will say that um, if you're looking at Jay Z singles, the biggest single of his career is Empire State of Mind. Yeah, and that was like what, oh nine? That's no, cool. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that was his what? first number one. That's first one I'm on. Also, first globally recognized song. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, that was. I had to retire. Like legit, was like I'm not playing this song anymore because everybody just wanted it. Um, that was like, but no, I don't think there's no other song of his 
that has reached that level maybe just want to love you uh, but <clears throat> every every he's again like we know him like in the hip hop centers but in terms of like you know the, the mainstream pop level I don't think Empire State of Mind would happen without Beyonce how that has that has Empire State of Mind has more to do with like Alicia Keys than it does no let me tell you what happened to Empire State of Mind Empire State of Mind came out at the right time especially because it was tied into a Yankees World Series run yeah. So that's why the song had more traction than it would have on any other year. Because, like, there was a sports component to it. They were using it for the walkout music and for when they won. So all of that combined to help the song be a hit. Much in the same way Wiz Khalifa is who he is because Black and Yellow came out the same year that the Pittsburgh Steelers went to the Super Bowl. So, I, like, let's I, not... I, no, I, I kind of disagree because if you listen to, like, all of his songs... Up until then, there it sounds like a song Beyonce can ride on. Like it sounds like it could be not even like a guest. It could be a Beyonce song. Like wait, what are you talking about? The beat of Empire State of Mind sounds way more polished and commercial. Not to say that's a bad thing, but it does sound like something else that Jay Z probably wouldn't have done. Like like what was that song that would be forever? I would disagree with that because we can't disregard Alicia Keys and her impact at that time. Be, you know there's a piano that piano is essential to that beat and you can associate musicality with alicia keys at that time you know before we found out that she was ruining uh homes so i can see that um <laughs> we just gonna gloss over that okay <laughs> i can see that you know there is that importance so um, like so no so like so you're saying that Blueprint 3, like, his sound has changed, but that makes sense anyway, because Blueprint 3 comes out in 2009. Mm -hmm. 2009 is already after, so there's kind of a pre-black album and a post-black album Jay-Z in the sense that if you look at Jay-Z, Jay-Z probably in his head had that black album is going to be my last album. This is my arc of my career, right? Mm -hmm. Black album comes out two years into them announcing that they're a couple, right? Mm -hmm. And if you just take his, his entire work from black album into reasonable doubt, he's good. He's touring in Europe for the rest of his life. He has a career. He cemented as one of the best rappers of all time, if not the best rapper of all time. That's fine. What I'm saying is like, one, his career is firmly cemented by the time that comes out. And it's also followed by some of his commercially most panned work with Kingdom Come <laughs> and Blueprint 3 and Magna Carta, Magna Carta Holy Grail. In that same time, he also puts out Watch the Throne, which is super dope. And then after that, 444, right? Wait. So what I think... You're forgetting you just American Gangster. Yeah, what? you just glossed sorry, on American sorry, Gangster. And, Amer and American Gangster. <laughs> which is also tied to a movie and the movie was super important and big. So what I'm trying to say is like, I don't want to give Beyonce credit for the natural artist progression that Jay-Z would have because at this point, when Blueprint drops, he's already what, like 30-something, 40-something at that point? Blueprint 3? He no, was... No, 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 when, sorry, sorry. When Black Album drops, like, yeah. how old is Jay-Z? He was, like, 30. Like, late 30. Late 30. Yeah, he's late. Yeah. He was 32 in 2001. That's what I'm saying. So he's... Oh, well, I'm thinking first sorry. Blueprint. Sorry. I'm so sorry. he damn near 40. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying, so, like, Black yeah. Album comes out. He's already looking at it. And this is a point when hip-hop hasn't had the grown man rap phase yet. At mm -hmm. this point, every rapper that's past 34 is either doing the the nostalgia pop tours mm. or doing europe 
we haven't seen what it's like to age gracefully in hip hop. Jay Z's kind of been, for lack of a better term, the blueprint for that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's weird if you want to give Beyonce credit for that. What I will say is that Beyonce made Jay Z more palatable for certain audiences. That's exactly my point. But I don't think that necessarily translated into his music career in a positive manner. I think. I think. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just saying. I think his association with Kanye did more for him musically than his association with Beyonce because Kanye helped bring him into a new decade and him not sound old or stale and him still have a connection to somebody that's influencing and making culture happen. I, I will just say this. Uh, um, I, I will say musically, yeah, I, I think like there's probably some tweens and ch- some, some tweaks that her influence has probably had. But in terms of the, the, like the post black album, the second era jay-z that you just talked about i think there's a lot of bold chances that he makes a lot of them hit love miss i don't think i think if she does not solidify him in the mainstream like appeal because again like i said i don't think like the connections with the obamas i think like like him just being like on like you know not not when you think of jay i feel like if you from the mainstream audience, which we were talking about, if you talk about Jay Z the brand, Jay Z the brand is still like the Yankee hat, like thug shit, all that stuff. When you think about Jay Z now, it's the suits, it's the it's the uh, it's the Wall Street moniker of him. I think that Beyonce has definitely influenced that. To step in, I think that they've obviously grown together, and I yeah. don't believe that they can. You can say that they have one is responsible for the other's success that's my opinion no, and it's obvious right. because when we're saying that he's he's grown up I, I don't think that Beyonce was there when he decided to create change clothes and that was this that was the real that was the death of throwback Jay-Z and the birth of suit and tie Jay-Z long before suit and tie ever came out you're right in like the natural progression of his career uh, and really in the business acumen, I, in Kane, as you say, with Kanye artistically, yes, definitely brought him to another generation, but we cannot, um, discount John Manili and his business acumen that really taught Hove how to do business. Um, I do think that there's a more of a global or mainstream appeal because of his relationship with Beyonce. But if you actually look at his numbers of like his actual album sales, they stay relatively stable. He sells mm-hmm. roughly one to three million every every um, every album. Every album. Sometimes that's because of deals with corporations that are buying a million of those I albums. Mean, yes. I'll uh, keep it a, I'll keep it a buck with you. He hasn't sold the same since Black Album came out though. But no one sells the same since Black no, Album I'm, came I out. No, I know. I'm so, that that's less a Jay-Z thing and more the uh Yeah. Yeah. The industry. Um, it, it, I guarantee you if if 440 was on like actual like able on CD when it first came out it would do crazy units but the only thing I'll say is this because I I do like again Beyonce is one of the best artists that we've ever had in terms of R&B Jay-Z is definitely top 5 top 3 top 1 rappers of all time but the business moves that he's made 
I don't want to believe that it's all Beyonce, but do you think that certain corporate America will let him in if it wasn't for that polished image that came with the Beyonce coupling? That is America. I think Beyonce, Beyonce probably helped with him, with smoothing him over mm-hmm. as far as him doing like land deals with the Barclays, mm-hmm. as far as like, you're right, him being like able to go to the White House as like a former drug dealer. And just being there like socially and not on some specific reason. Not like current drug dealers. I mean, but I will. But the presence is hard. Can you really say that Beyonce is the reason? No, no, not uh, not the reason. No, but I mean like smoothing over his 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 image. image, Common has been to the White House. Not because Common has got deals with Barclays, and he was never that that shoot 'em up rapper. Yeah, but also Kendrick has been to the White House. So there there are like I think that Barack has. Been a fan. Pusha's been there? Pusha fucking team. That man cannot stop rapping about cocaine. <laughs> yeah, but he also is involved in uh, criminal justice reform. That's And that's the thing. So, like, like when uh, you look at Meek... Sorry. Uh, like, the other rappers that you have mentioned, besides Jay-Z, have been involved in a lot of... Uh, have been uh, politically active in argu- arguably a way that Jay-Z hasn't, at least at that point in time. Publicly, yes, yeah. we do know that Jay Z <laughs> has voted with yeah. his money. Yeah, who knows how big of a and donation also, and, went to uh, that his first campaign. And yeah. also, we're talking about visits to the White House. One of them can visit the White House. Jay Z's on Barack Obama's phone. <laughs> Jay Z, <laughs> like that, that that is like Jay, <laughs> like they 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 are friends. The only other rapper I can think of probably being friends is Chance. They're friends. I don't think... And the Chance is more so like... Chance's dad worked for Barack. So yeah, I, like, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, and like, that's why. And like the other people you named, they aren't felons. Jay-Z's a felon. Like Jay-Z and Meek are both felons. Has Jay-Z gone Jay- to jail? Well, that's... Jay-Z... Jay- yeah, so, but not related to anything regarding the drug trade. It was because no, of that assault on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of that assault yeah. on... Oh, when uh, he stabbed... Um, he yeah, stabbed he stabbed on? him with, uh, on Rivera with that bottle. Yeah. yeah. He had to... He pled out. He yeah. was like on probation for like six years. Three yeah. years. Three years. Yeah. Like, okay. I can't. I can't. just be getting stabbed. I know, but like, I'm. Oh. Push is not going to ask Michelle to dinner. She, no, 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 <laughs> that's no, not no. happening. I think, I think we're focusing on the wrong part. So like the part that you, the part that you say that kind of makes sense is like, this all adds to Jay-Z reforming his image to the point where people don't bring up the fact that like, do we know if Jay-Z has his voting rights back? No one really, no one knows that for sure right now. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you look at the wife, who's the biggest pop star on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the fact that he like he married Taylor Tyler. Swift. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Final I'm kidding. thoughts. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Final I'm kidding. thoughts. <laughs> you you damn near ruined Man. this entire episode with that bullshit. I'm gonna need you. To take a take a beat, <laughs> yo, yo, fam. I feel like we got bad blood now. Mm. <laughs> really? Now you got bad blood. Not him mixing. You owe me, but Wow Wow West. Now you got bad blood. <laughs> it's been on site since that fucking disrespectful ass Instagram post. <laughs> well, well, you continue with your point. Sorry, I don't even know what I was saying because that whole Taylor Taylor Swift's long back really got distracting me. <laughs> Fan. Shout, Shout out to, to Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> How dare you disrespect the Ivory Queen? <laughs> Yo, there was right. a joke. Final, no, that was nah, that's it. final, <laughs> thought, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah. All right. Yo, wanna wrap that up? 
came around. Final thoughts. Instead of pitting these two wonderful artists against each other, we should just be happy that they both came together to lift each other up and be somewhat of a uh, somewhat of you know an icon to the community. People like, you know what? You shouldn't compare yourself to others, but it's nice to be like, look, they're still together. We had Kumar and and he who shall not be named to escape to an island and will not be heard from again. And they broke up. And, you know, fat boys broke up. I mean, Alicia Keys had to go get her man from his wife to go get her man. So it's just like we have very few couples in hip hop that stay together and are really committed to each other. So let's celebrate them for all the good that they do for the community, for the good that they and for the example that they sent. Milton, since Kane doesn't want to give a black woman credit, I will. And I'll just say this. Um, I don't think Beyonce made Jay-Z. She just she just made him more mainstream, as what everyone is pretty much saying earlier. Um, I think his his career would be on a similar trajectory, but not. I don't think it would uh, hit the same heights as it would have if not for the Queen B. Yep. Yep. On say. And uh, Rob, our guest. I think they're both uh, amazing artists, and they showed us what black love is truly about, and um, that is resourceful. Yes, I don't know if they would... That's what perfect couples do. They help each other, and just instead of like talking about what happened and what's going on in their personal lives, just think, thankful that they can work their stuff out, and they're here with three beautiful children. I think I think ultimately you you have to appreciate the careers of both of uh, these artists, of course, and I think that both of them are going to attribute each other to um, their individual successes, of course. But Beyonce did say that she should upgrade Hove, and there's a strong case that she just might have done that. But of course, we want to hear what you have to say. We're sure you're going to be mad, and we're okay. Let's have the conversation. Let's have the discussion. You can hit us up on our social media, HKL Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, and Hard Night Life Podcast on Facebook. Rob, would you like to let the people know where they can send you death threats? I guess. I am DJ Rob Champion, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to the Cooler Than Ecto podcast. It's a dope nostalgia podcast for undope times. We're on all the streaming formats. And um, so please subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Like, you should give this show a five-star review. Why am I hogging up plugs for five-star reviews for just my show? This show that you listen to right now deserves all your stars right there. And one last note, I do blame Beyonce for all the Jess and Timberlake Tim- uh, Jay-Z collaborations, which I don't appreciate. They kind of ruined both of them. <laughs> and on that note, we know y'all gotta live a hard night life, but we hope y'all make it look easy. Until next time. Peace! <laughs>